welcome to this week's episode of Do You Still Like Me, a podcast for the unhinged by the unhinged. I'm Jace. And I'm Ree. Ree, uh, it's been one week since you looked at me. Sorry, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. We are less than I really a minute. I really tried hard not to do it less as well. Less than a minute into the podcast, I'm already ruining everything. Absolutely. You're not ruining it. it. That was in my brain as well. As soon as I said it's been, <laughs> I was like, oh, God. I think. Oh, God. Yeah, I think that's um, that's definitely <laughs> for people in our kind of age range. That's definitely something. Again. Yeah. It's it's you dating us this time, not me. Oh, for once. I kept that in my head. For once. For once, it's me dating us. But yes, it's been, <laughs> um, you know. Somebody once told me. Yeah, one no. week of your job. <laughs> yes, one week. One week at my uh, new job. And Jace, i, I got to be honest with you. It's been a fuck of a week. Uh, it's been an mm. absolute fuck of a week. My head is overflowing with new information uh, from this new role. <laughs> and Your wet hand brain. It's like a deli in there. It is. It is. Uh, but yes, very, very busy week um, dealing with the new job and also dealing with some other things outside my job that, you know, uh, uh, all right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, look, okay. We talk about mental health in this podcast. Um, I uh, got broken up with last weekend. Yes. Oh. Uh, yeah. I didn't, I didn't know whether I was going to bring it up or not, but I may as well look. Um, we're here to be honest. We're here to talk mm-hmm. about our shit. Yeah. Uh, me and my lovely former boyfriend, uh, decided that now is not really the right time for us. Um, it was fairly amicable. At least I think so. Uh, then again, I have BPD. Who knows? It could have been an absolutely <laughs> horrific experience and I was just compartmentalizing. But in any case, um, we're on good terms. He said he's still going to listen to the podcast, uh, which I think is very sweet and that he's not actually going to do it. <laughs> but the sentiment is nice. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Tom, if you're listening, um, if you do listen to this, uh, message me immediately. If you don't, I'll know that you're a liar. <laughs> Hello, Tom. <laughs> Even if it's just to say, yes, I listened to your podcast. Can you leave me alone now? I will gladly leave you alone. I just need as to As long know. as we get those download numbers, I We need don't care. those download numbers, baby. <laughs> baby, we need to get those clicks. <laughs> uh, but yes, yeah, so that's how, that's how my week's been. Uh, very busy, Hectic. very overwhelming. Very glad that we are recording on this lovely Friday evening and I can just relax now mm-hmm. and just shed shed the the normy kind of pretense that I have to keep up during the week mm-hmm. going to this job and acting like a person who isn't completely fucked in the head. <laughs> um I'm here. I'm with my best friend. I'm with my my loyal listeners. <laughs> um, and I just get to be a fucking psychopath. So how was your week, Jace? <laughs> my week was a lot less eventful than yours. Um, well, aren't you fucking lucky? <laughs> went on a couple of walks. <laughs> I haven't been walking as much as I used to. I think I briefly mentioned on the last podcast that I had a, an emergency spinal um, surgery. Was it last year that I had it or the year before? 
Last year, maybe? I think it was last year. I think it was. Uh, then again, time is not real. Exist, yeah. So <laughs> it's not real. But yeah, so either last year or the year before, I had a, a spinal operation because I had um, bulging discs pressing on my nerve sac and they were worried that um, I was going to lose sensation in my legs and lose possibly lose the ability to walk and so they got me mm. in to do an emergency um you know operation and everything turned out really well and the surgeon said that um it wasn't going to be a hundred percent like it might not be a hundred percent I can flare up still but mm. you know just it's it's so much better because I was at the point where I was not leaving my bed unless I needed to go to the toilet. I was a step away from needing to literally piss in a bucket. It was really bad. Jeez. And um, yeah. so, yeah, I had that. I got so much better and I was walking every mm-hmm. single day. I was doing like an hour walk every day and I was fit and I was healthy and I was like, you know, well, not he- I mean as healthy as you can be when you're chronically ill and in chronic pain, yeah. but I was oh, yeah, doing stuff. And then for the last few months, I just slipped out of that. And my back's gotten bad again. It's like I can't I, – I'll go and have coffee with a friend and we'll sit there for half an hour. And after that, I'm stiff. I can't – I have to go home. I mm. lie down and I'm out of yeah. I'm out of yeah. order for three days. So yeah. I haven't been moving as much as I used to, but I'm trying slowly to get back into that. So the past few days, I've been on my little walks around the neighbourhood. It's been really good to get back into that. So – that's what I've been up to this week. This morning, my youngest kid got an award at a principal's award at school, which was very exciting for them. Oh, that's amazing. Was, I'm so proud of them. Yeah, it was for perseverance and positivity. Um, and it was for PE, which is amazing because Elsa absolutely oh, wow. hates PE all every afternoon. The fact that, yeah, yeah. the fact that the, the, the child of one of us <laughs> won some sort of PE award. Well, that is absolutely mind-boggling to me but good on you Elsa it's good on you definitely not for ability job. it's not for ability <laughs> <laughs> yeah every every afternoon she comes home and she's like we we did um we did cross-country practice today oh I'm so sore I hate it I hate it and apparently the way I see it the PE teacher can see that Elsa absolutely fucking hates it but can also see that Elsa mm. does it anyway. And that's kind of what I think the, the award Aww. is for. <laughs> I um, That's great. Yeah. That's great. And, you know, like if she keeps persevering, maybe one day she'll get to come fake second too. <laughs> that's it. Strive for, strive for fake second. Strive for fake second. Aim, yeah, that's, aim that's for the moon and you'll land among fake second. <laughs> I love that. I actually got an award when I was, oh God, how old was I? I was possibly maybe like 10. I got an mm. award. Essentially, I got an award for anxiety, which is, doesn't make sense now, but it will make sense once I tell you what happened. Okay. No, I need to hear this. Please explain how the fuck you won an award for having anxiety. And also where can I get one? Because I feel like I deserve one at this point. If anyone wants to make uh, Ray an award for anxiety, 
go right ahead. I'll put it on our Instagram. Um, <laughs> as an aside, our pet Zuma Beck made an amazing Photoshop of their face on some oh, animal faces that gosh. I put up on the social media. Hilarious. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yep. Beck is now officially our pet Zuma. So, yes. Um, I feel I feel very good and not at all morally conflicted about having a pet human uh it's fine it's totally it's fine. very in at the moment actually i believe <laughs> oh god yeah anyway okay <laughs> anyway yes. yeah so so yeah this award i was probably about 10 and we were at our swimming carnival i was big on swimming i was i was quite a good swimmer and then the depression hit and i stopped obviously oh my god, me doing too. everything no legit me too i got to um Oh, it was like regionals or something. Yes, me too. Yeah, I used to I used to um actually do really well in swimming carnivals. I feel very at home in the water. I like being in the water. Yeah, um, me too. I was uh my like specialty was backstroke. Um Oh wow, mine was butterfly. Holy shit. <laughs> yeah. You're kidding me. Oh my god. No, I was really good at butterfly. I actually competed wow. in the boys butterfly because there weren't enough girls who could actually do the stroke. So they yeah. put me in with the boys mm-hmm. and I ended up coming second with the boys. And I was stoked on that. I was like, fuck wait, wait, yeah, wait, I wait, came wait, second. Wait, 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 real second? Real second. Okay, Holy no, this is like the shit. opposite. No, actually, this is really weird because this is like the opposite of my fun run story because mm. I came real second with the mm-hmm. boys, but mm-hmm. because they still split the ribbons between boys and girls, I came fake first in the girls because I was Holy the only girl. Shit. So Holy I came fake, shit. I came real second in Butterfly oh with the boys, God. but I got a first place ribbon. Wow. Okay, but this, this isn't what you got the award for, though. No, that's not the story, no. but that's no. pretty freaking cool, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Anyway, I'm getting distracted by the universe making things all neat and folded um so I was a very good swimmer and I didn't participate in the relay race because I'm not really a team sort of person I did play basketball but that's not that's another story um but I prefer to do things on my own and just have the pressure on myself and own and the outcome to be what am I trying to say give me a second <laughs> gotta wrap my thoughts no no I no, I know, I know exactly what you mean. I don't think, yeah, that's that's not uncommon. I feel the same way, yeah, honestly, about a lot of things. I would much rather be doing something solo than being in a team. Yeah, like if I'm going to fuck up, I want to f- yeah. fuck up only myself. I don't want to be in a team and then fuck up everyone else's chances. Yeah, yeah. No, the amount of times I've had to like say on a resume, works great in a team. That is a fucking lie. <laughs> that is a fucking lie. <laughs> I do not want to work in a team. Leave me Mm-mm. to my own devices. Give me my work. Let me do my own little thing and I'll be fine. Exactly. That's exactly how I am. I but like, I like people, but I'm not good. I, I prefer the pressure to be on myself and only, and like only have it affect me, not other people. Yeah. So I didn't course, enter the relay. Yeah. I was sitting watching the other races. All my races were done. I was done for the day. This is not the school one. This is the, I think it was regional swimming carnivals that it was at because we were against all the other schools. Mm. Um, The PE teacher comes up to me in an absolute flurry and says, Jace, we're desperate. 
Carissa can't can't participate in the relay. She's hurt her arm. We need someone to replace her. We we need someone who's a strong swimmer. Otherwise, we are we have to forfeit. And I was like, all right, I'll do it. And they were like, okay, good. One thing, you have to pretend you're Carissa. And I was like, oh. And I was like, I started freaking out. I was having a little panic attack because I, she was like, you have to pretend you're Carissa because we've already signed everyone up and you're not allowed to change people out. Oh my God. Yeah. They were like, we aren't allowed to change people out at all. So you have to pretend to be Carissa. Oh my God. And I was just, I was 10 years old, full of anxiety and I freaked out. And so she, I'd already said yes. And then she'd gone. And then I was like panicking. I was like, I can't do this. I can't do this. I can't do this. I can't pretend to be Carissa. That's, that's against the rules. I'm going to get in trouble. I'm going to, you know, I was like, oh, oh my gosh. so I ended up finding the teacher oh. <laughs> and being like, I'm so sorry. I cannot, I cannot pretend to be this other person. It's, it's, it's against the rules it's against and the I cannot do it. I was like, I can't do it. Oh my God. And she was like, like she could see, I think that I was freaking out yeah. and she was like, it's fine. Don't worry about it. We'll find someone else. So they ended up finding someone else to be Carissa. <laughs> and then the next week at school, oh um, I'm sitting there and they call out this next award goes to Jace Cordova for honesty and integrity. Oh. <laughs> so I had to go off and accept this award that essentially was because I have anxiety and I was having a panic attack and that's one thing that always sticks in my mind is like I was rewarded for being a little goody two shoes (laughs) little goody two shoes snitch yeah oh my god I didn't snitch fucking knock oh my god no I didn't snitch someone else was Carissa and I didn't say anything okay they let them be Carissa okay all right they can be Carissa okay as long as you kept your fucking mouth shut and I did don't worry uh do yep. their part but no that's listen good for fake carissa that's incredible that's, but that's not me oh my god <laughs> honesty and integrity is it, oh my god that is the fucking participation award that they give to little goody two-shoes kids though isn't it it's worse it's worse than a participation award it's a non-participation because you have anxiety award oh my god yeah it's basically them just being like you are such a fucking little Nerd. Here's your little nerd award. <laughs> God, I wouldn't be surprised if I had won something like that back in the day. I really at some point need to go through yes. I have a big box under my bed of shit that Wendy gave me when she moved. She's like, here are all your old school photos. Here are your, here are your report cards. Those are going to be fucking wild. I had to look through mine recently for the ADHD diagnosis. And let me tell you, it was interesting. Re is a pleasure to have in class. Oh, yeah, I got those two. And very intelligent, but we just wish that she would apply, apply herself her, yes. and focus. Oh, that's always. exactly, exactly what mine said. <laughs> mm-hmm. I always got that too. Mm-hmm. Exactly. A pleasure to teach is code for gay little fucking mentally ill bitch. That's what I think. Yeah, and that's what I am. That's what I was and that's what I continue to be, so... I mean, look. Same here. Yeah. My, my kindy teacher and my year one teacher were both particularly fond of me and they were both these lovely women that just did not know what to do with me. <laughs> Didn't <laughs> fucking know what to do with me. Um, I was absolutely, 
like I would finish all of my work super early and then I was obs- at the time uh, I was very very little very little so just imagine a little mm-hmm. like five-year-old six-year-old re very cute maybe I'll maybe I'll dig up a photo I, I, could, probably, I could probably do that um do it when I would finish all my schoolwork they didn't know what to do with me and this was when I was quite young. So when I was a bit older, what they would do is they would send me down to the kindergarten rooms and I would read to the kindy kids. Um, but at this point in time, I was too young to do that because I, I was in kindy myself. Um, <laughs> so I would literally just go up at the back of the classroom and I would fucking... Uh-oh. I, uh, <laughs> oh, no. I would fucking dance. I would dance. Oh. <laughs> I would just go up the back of the classroom <laughs> I had it in my head that I was going to be a ballerina. Like I was obsessed. I was obsessed. In the the primary school that I went to, uh, I went to two primary schools. Uh, The first one was a private Christian school and the second one was a public non-denominational school. Uh, So this was all happening at my first school. And at the end of the year, the teacher would write you a letter. Um, it was very cute. And I distinctly remember, at least in my year one teacher's one, I don't know if my kindy teacher said it as well, but hey, I'm pretty sure I have those in the box under the bed. Uh, something about, you know, I hope that one day (laughs) when you're all grown up, I'll be seeing you on stage dancing. And I think about that now and I'm like, (laughs) I wonder what the fuck this lovely, lovely woman would think of me now. Um, yeah. Sitting on my bedroom floor at 28 years old, um, <laughs> <laughs> working a desk job with bright blue hair. Um, talking shit on an internet podcast, talking, radio talking thing. Shit, yeah, talking shit on the internet podcast and not dancing <laughs> at all. My... I I actually had very similar experiences, surprise, that, Mm -hmm. yeah, my kindy in grade one teacher was the same teacher. I was Mm -hmm. in love with her. Like, her name was Miss Meadows. Think about Miss Honey from Matilda, and that was Miss Meadows, but with, like, long, long, wavy, blonde, um, perm, 80s style, like, 90s hair. She was so gorgeous. I, I know oh. it's – I shouldn't put a picture of her up on the socials, but I'll send no, you a photo. God, no. Yeah. I will send you a photo because she was gorgeous and mm. I was in love with her. And she was the same. Like, you know, I hope to see you performing on TV and blah, blah, blah. Because oh. I actually whinged my way into being in the school musical when I was in kindy because you you weren't allowed to be in it unless you were six and older or oh in grade, grade one. Mm-hmm. And I was in kindy and I was just, I wanted to be in it so bad. And I was like begging and pleading and bargaining. And she ended up, she was actually dating the drama teacher who put the play on. So she was like, kind of put it, put a little whisper in his ear to, to let me in. And they ended up actually writing me a role in Cinderella oh. as the fairy helper. Oh. <laughs> so I had like, yeah, the, I was the fairy helper. <laughs> So I was like helping the, um, I was the fairy godmother's little helper. Yeah. Yeah. So you, like, were the, you were the fairy in... helper and now you're just a fairy. Hi. <laughs> yes. So yeah, it was the same. Yeah. It was the same. Like I, I feel like our early teachers saw so much potential in us and mm-hmm. then we grew into the depression 
and just really leaned into that. And yeah. then, now, well, yeah. that's our personality the early, now. <laughs> the early signs of ADHD were certainly there, I believe. Oh, yeah, they were. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, speaking of ADHD, I think you had a topic you wanted to touch on a bit today. And we actually have some uh, listeners submitted stuff, which I'm really yes. excited about because everyone sends it to you um, and you get to see it. <laughs> And I don't get to see it until we're on the pod. So. Well, this is, yes, it's, it's, it's so that you can, we can get real time reactions and we don't, cause I overthink things and I know if mm. I send them to you, you also will overthink them. Okay. So if yeah. I keep them to myself until it's time to record, I can <laughs> tell you about them and then we can yeah. get like proper reactions. Okay. So I right. mentioned last uh, episode that I wanted to talk a little bit about fixations mm-hmm. and fixations for us mm-hmm. are a big thing with, with the alphabet that we have ADHD, BPD, CPSD, CPTSD, you know, our, a little alphabet soup of um, diagnosis. Yeah. It's fixating on things is very common for us. And mm-hmm. I know that a lot of our listeners also have a similar, um, chemical makeup in their brain that makes them Mm -hmm. react similar ways to us so I wanted to talk about that yeah yeah because I don't think I've ever simply liked something in my life (laughs) I either don't really care about it or I'm obsessed with it I need it yeah no I'm exactly the same I can't like things in a chill way no I just I can't it's either all or nothing baby oh yeah um (laughs) <laughs> I'm I'm a hundred percent on board with that. I yeah no I I definitely get like that. I definitely get like that. So did you have any that you wanted to talk about today? Yeah, I will. I know I have a few, but I'll let you go first. <laughs> um, I mentioned last time that I'm really into Hawaii Five O, and that's just a little example of when I get into a show. It's I can never just watch the show and enjoy it. I watch it and then I. I, I let it consume me to the point where yeah. I'm looking up the actors' Instagrams and then I'm finding other people's Instagrams. Mm. I'm going all the way through. I'm finding every little bit part that they were in, every cameo they were in. I have to watch this movie. Yeah. I have to watch yeah. this Just episode of this hole. thing. And, like, I mean, wherever the show is set, I'm like, I have to go and research this now and I have to plan a holiday that I'm never going to be able to afford so I can go to all the locations. And, like, it is exhausting I hate it oh my god like yeah it's fun to get carried away I think that's I <laughs> it's just really fun to get carried away but also now yeah oh god now Jace when you say Hawaii Five O, oh god you don't mean the original show do you no no I don't mean the original you mean the fucking reboot I mean the reboot don't you I mean the reboot <laughs> with all the hotties in it listen to me Okay, I am well aware that it is propaganda. <laughs> I am not going to go off and join the military. I'm still extremely against, you know, sorry to alienate people, but I'm not, I'm not, I am not, I don't like cops and I don't like the military. Yeah. I don't like war. I don't like guns. But for some reason, I am like horny as fuck over all that shit in Hawaii Five-0. It's ridiculous. I mean, I listen. I can't really blame you because you know that I'm the exact same way about Criminal Minds. Yeah. The exact yes, same exactly. way about Criminal Minds. 
Exactly. And they're the fucking FBI. That is a show about the <laughs> FBI. I mean, look, they profile and catch serial killers. Yeah. So they're like on the spectrum of cops. They're like, okay, I guess, but they're still cops. Um, they're law enforcement. <laughs> But yeah, so you've been you've been absolutely gushing over Hawaii Five O lately. Um, I've gotten some truly Listen. deranged messages from you <laughs> about it. Oh God! Um, yeah, just screenshots. Yeah. And so what I what I want to ask is before okay. before I get on to talking about some I'm of mine. Um, You're completely sandbagging me here. I wasn't expecting this. All right, go. <laughs> what I no. What I want to ask is um. What exactly about fixating on something, like, what does that do for you? Is it is it a comfort thing for you? Because I found that it's very much a comfort thing for me. And I think it's a comfort thing for other people. But I wanted to get your perspective on it. I think it is a comfort thing. I think it's also, I mean, it's hard because fixating on things is, it's different when you're fixating on a TV show or a book or whatever to when you're fixating on a hobby I feel like it comes from different places, but mm. I can't exactly um, pinpoint what those places are, like what the difference is. Okay. I know with hobbies and stuff, it's like, well, something that my therapist said to me was um, she suggested that maybe I view mm. hobbies and passions the way that I view relationships. And so with the BPD, I split on them the same way that I do with relationships. Like I go in hard. Oh, yeah. Holy shit. I had not Yeah, she was like thought about it that you know, you way. go in hard, you give it your all, and then when things start to get too real or they feel like too much of a commitment or too much, you know, you're in there too deep, then you go then you split, you're like out of there. And that's what she Yeah, like if like if it can't be perfect, if you can't be perfect at mm-hmm. it and if it can't be perfect for you and just like it's the black and white thinking. Yeah. I can you get me a therapist's number? Because I think she could really, I, I think, um, cause I think, I think we've had a little bit of a breakthrough there Yeah. Uh, for me also. <laughs> if anyone has any questions for my therapist, send them through. I'll pretend they're my oh, questions. <laughs> and then I'll just get back to you on that. I, I would love to like do advice on here at some stage. Yeah, that would be cool. I think that would be really fun. Which leads into um, one of the things that I'm fixating on right now. Yes. Um, And I have mentioned this, I think in our very first episode, I mentioned this. But, um, and this is, oh, Mm -hmm. this is extremely fucking nerdy. And Do it, do it, do it, do it. People are either going to make fun of me. Okay. (laughs) So uh, there are these guys, okay? There are three of them and they're brothers. (laughs) And... They have a podcast and it's called My Brother, My Brother and Me. Mm. Wow. Um, <laughs> there are these three guys, the McElroy brothers. Um, and basically they make a lot of shit. They make a lot of shit. They have a bunch of podcasts. Um, they had uh, one season of a TV show. They have several graphic novels out and several books. Um, and basically I am obsessed with anything these three straight white men do. Uh, (laughs) which I hate myself for because they are three straight white men. However, probably my favorite thing that they've ever done is a Dungeons and Dragons podcast called The Adventure Zone. Well, the first season was about Dungeons and Dragons, but that is my favorite season. Um, And it's basically the three of them and their dad 
playing D&D and it starts off as this stupid thing. It's full of dick jokes and they're just killing people. (laughs) You listen to this whole series, you get to the end of it. And at the end of it, you are crying your eyes out because it turns into this absolutely beautiful story with a bunch of queer characters and one of the main characters is trans and like just beautiful, wonderful story about like found family and friendship and love and it's disgusting (laughs) and it makes me cry and um, I've finished listening to it now. I'm at the point where I am looking up fan fiction. Oh. I am listening to the soundtrack uh, instead of other music. I'm just listening to the soundtrack to a Dungeons and Dragons podcast. Um, but it's very much a comfort thing for me. I love that show. I love the characters on it. And it feels very, yeah, it's very comforting for me. It's like a big warm blanket around me kind of shielding me from a lot of shit that's been going on in my life lately. Mm. And it, yeah. And just the guys that make it pretty much everything they do is stupid funny. I was sending you some clips last night just for context. Yes. Um, yep. Just to be like, Hey, uh, so heads up. <laughs> this is, this is the thing that <laughs> this I'm, was very funny. This is, this is the thing that I'm obsessed with right now. Um, please look at these three white men. Um, and you did, to your credit. Thank you very much for looking at of the, at the three white men for me. <laughs> you know how I sadly feel about white men. Uh, I mean, same. I'm just glad that my latest white man crush has lips this time. I, so, See, I was going to talk about um, <laughs> my longest serving obsession with a white man. And he, he doesn't really... He doesn't really have lips. Um, what he lacks in lips, he makes up for in personality. You know what's coming. <laughs> oh, I know. If you follow me on Twitter, which I'm sure most at, at this point, we're very early on in the podcast. So I'm sure that most of the people listening to this do follow me on Twitter. If you don't follow me on Twitter, mm-hmm. it's at Remansel and you should follow me. Why are you listening to this and not following me? I'm very funny. And sometimes I post pictures where you can kind of see my boobs. Um, <laughs> I talk a lot about a man named Neil Cicerega mm-hmm. um, and specifically his band Lemon Demon. Yes. But his kind of output in general. I've been <laughs> fixated and obsessed with that man in in a non-creepy way. Please let me add that. It is not creepy. I just really like his Neil, work. Neil, I know you're listening. Please do not take this. Uh... <laughs> Neil. <laughs> Don't take it the wrong I way. I know you're listening. Um, but basically... Um, yeah, so I've been fixated on this man and just his kind of uh, entire internet output since I was about 14 yes. years old, uh, which you can attest to. Oh, I because can. Because back when we were in high school, I used to make you watch his YouTube videos with me. <laughs> and I never had that same obsession level. I always respected it and I always thought he was very clever mm-hmm. and very funny, um, uh-huh. but I never got into his stuff and that was but that was always definitely your thing it was always Neil always oh, yeah. every yeah. Christmas you would send always me that Neil. video that he made for Emmy and <laughs> yeah um but the the influence that he's had on like internet culture is kind of huge and I don't mm-hmm. think a lot of people know that like that he's made a lot of stuff I only know it because of you yeah especially for like a lot of millennials and like older zoomers um the shit that you grew up watching 
on the internet. He's responsible for a good chunk of that. Mm-hmm. Um, he made the ultimate showdown of Ultimate Destiny. He made Potter Papa Pals. Mm-hmm. Um, he made a bunch of music, a bunch of like mashups and shit. A lot of weird kind of surreal <laughs> YouTube stuff. He made like an interactive story on YouTube back in the day where you could use like annotations and shit and like click through to other videos. He made like a choose your own adventure. He's very, very clever. Yeah. Yeah. He made like a, uh, <laughs> a web comic about the little mermaid called Ariel needs legs. That is horrific, <laughs> uh, and terrifying. <laughs> and I love it. But I, I think that I do very much love kind of, Stuff that starts out funny and then kind of takes a bit of a dive into surreal horror. Yeah. That's very much my jam. That's very much mm-hmm. my jam. And he he's very good at that. Um, so I appreciate that. And again, it's one of those things where I'm having a bad day. I will listen to Lemon Demon. Mm-hmm. It's like a big warm blanket around me. I find comfort in my fixations. Something else that my therapist said... Mm-hmm. was that because I don't know if you can re- like how much you can relate to this or how much anyone else can relate to this. Um, she said that because my formative years were spent participating in hobbies that made other people happy, like um, music Ooh. because I could sing, basketball yeah. because my mum played it and she wanted me to play on her team, you know, things that Gabby, my mum, didn't get to do because she had her own childhood taken away, you know, cyclical, um, hey. you know, stuff like that. I never got to do things because I wanted to do them. And so now that I'm an adult, I'm trying things because I have the freedom to try them. You know, I'm trying so many things and then I realize they don't work for me and then I ditch them Mm. and then I'm like, oh, on to the next. So she's like, now later in life, because you're free to try them, that's what you're doing. I, yeah, I I get that. And I feel that I do definitely. Also, I think it's the ADHD. Oh, 100%. (laughs) Um, I definitely cycle through some of my smaller obsessions very quickly. Very quickly. I'll Mm. be absolutely unable to function without speaking about a certain subject for like two weeks. And then I will have thrown it away like a shitty ex-boyfriend and just moved on to the next one. Whatever can like. Whatever can satisfy Give you that, that hit of serotonin. Yes, that itch in the back of my brain. Dopamine hit. I need to be distracted. I need to be doing things. I need mm-hmm. to be obsessing over things. Because if I'm obsessing over external things, it stops me from obsessing about internal things. Yes. If I yes, keep I my mind that. occupied and my body moving at all times, <laughs> <laughs> I will not fall into the pit of despair that is uh. my brain. That lovely little pit we know so well. Yeah, it's great. It's great. Um, so you said that uh, we actually have some submissions or about yes. fixations. I'm so keen to hear this. I will read you some. So keen. Um, yes. A lot of people said Animal Crossing, which is one that I had as well. I went hard on Animal Crossing. The beginning of quarantine. Yeah. <laughs> me and a lot of my Twitter buddies, actually, if any of them are listening to this, they'll know who they are. We would all play Animal Crossing like every fucking day. We had a group chat. Yeah, I had an Animal um, Crossing group chat we as well. Would just, yeah, we would like organize. Everyone would hop on. But yeah, that does not surprise me at all. So yeah, um, I haven't touched it in months. I'm scared <gasps> me to. Either. I don't want to go back in case... They, they're all like, where have you been? And then I just hate myself. 
Uh, we had, let me see, a lot of people mentioned, when I say a lot, I mean like three. That's that's my definition of a lot, is like three. That's a lot for us. We are, we are a relatively is, small podcast at time of recording. A lot of people said that they hyperfixate on things like working out and, you know, eating healthy foods and stuff. And that's something that I also have done in the past. And that's a bit of a scary one some people have mentioned one one person mentioned that it makes them have issues with their body which I definitely can sort of relate to like I don't hate my body for how it looks I hate it sometimes for how it functions with the pain and stuff but Mm. I haven't really Mm -hmm. I don't look at myself and go well that's disgusting but yeah when I fixate on exercise I I when Ninja Warrior first came out I was like I'm gonna do that and then for months I was like exercising and and doing like weight training and trying to learn how to do pull-ups and and I was like obsessed with just working my muscles every day and then one day I woke up and I was like over that now like (laughs) that's gone but yeah, yeah those ones in particular the eating healthy I ate raw uh raw vegan for a while and that was not I mean, oh, I remember that. <laughs> I mean, it's an eating disorder thing, but it's also more just not because I wanted to change my body. It's just that this was a new thing that my brain was like, here's a new rule you have to follow. Mm-hmm. And I was doing that. It was mm-hmm. like I was just only eating raw foods. And yeah, it was like I felt really good. But you can, mm. at, if that is a slippery slope especially for people who have yeah, definitely. experiences with disordered eating in the past, like, you know, yourself and myself. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So a lot of people saying, yeah, working out and food. Um, did you have anything to say on that topic? Uh, I've been there. <laughs> let's, let's just say that. I've been there. <laughs> um, I... I don't, I don't want to talk for you. <laughs> no, but no. I feel like I know so much about you that I yeah. could talk for you, but I don't want, I don't want to talk no, for no, no, you. No, 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 I, to- I totally understand. Um, yeah, I've been there. I've been there. Um, mm-hmm. every day it is a struggle not to go back there. Yeah. Uh, it's a big one. It's a big one. And, you know, all the power and love to people struggling with things like that right now. Mm-hmm. I wish I could say more that was like comforting yeah. or like insightful. Um, There's not really much to say though, because I think people who have those thoughts know that they're having them and know, I mean, I know I personally know that I'm having the thoughts and I know when it's wrong, but yeah. there's not really anything you can do, you can do yeah. until the fixation's over. And then you're like, exactly, hmm. exactly. You just kind of got to yeah. let it run its course sometimes. Fix, fixations can be a comforting thing, but they can also be a very harmful very thing. Very damaging, a fine line. yeah. There is a fine line and mm-hmm. I've been there, guys. Oh, yeah. Um, so yeah, lots of power, lots of love. I can very much identify with that one. Caitlin said, very much. <laughs> I liked this one a lot. Uh, so Caitlin okay. said, I will get really randomly fixated on weird ass things. Once it was types of bird feet, I just kept researching different types. And I love that one because I do that exact same thing. I'll find there's just for some reason, uh, the weirdest thing will just pop into my head and my brain will go, I have to know more about that. And then I'm looking up like different, Mm. like the, Mm -hmm. oh my God, Caitlin, you're the best. And I I am with you. I love that. I love that. (laughs) 
my god, makes me laugh. Just oh. I do, I do like getting into little rabbit holes like that. Mm-hmm. And the thing Very is, fun. I don't even think I retain the knowledge. Mm. I just like. It's like, you know, in cartoons when skeletons eat or drink something and it just goes straight through their bodies. Oh, I feel like that's how my brain mate. is. Mate, no, that's 100% me. So much. <sighs> oh, my God. Um, no, that's great. Well, I mean, I know what I'm going to be doing after the pod now. I'm going to be researching bird, bird feet. Like what? <laughs> um, what else? Um, what am I doing? What am I doing? Sorry, I've, I just took screenshots and I haven't really organized them into anything because of who I am as a person. That's okay. We can, we can, any, any awkward silences or pauses we can cut out. Hell yeah. That's the magic of editing, baby. A couple of people have said that they're trying to find balance with things, which I think we've made that point, but it's important, I think, to note that other people are also aware that finding balance is important. I know very, very, very well how important finding balance is. I just cannot find it. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I'm struggling with that myself right now. But it is good to know that you're not alone. It is good to know that there are other people out there that are struggling Mm -hmm. with the same kinds of things that you are. I don't know if anyone in particular is struggling with being obsessed with um, a man that makes silly internet videos for the past 20 years. But hey... (laughs) (laughs) Look, that's where I'm at. I, you know, and anyone who follows me on Instagram and maybe Twitter know that I am very, very, very in love with Zelda Fitzgerald, the um, author from the... Oh, this has been a long-standing one for you. This has been, this one's been a bloody saga for you. I think I like her. Zelda has been one of your things for so long. I think I just really relate to her. Oh, she had BBD. Brain. Chemistry. She had BPD. Oh, she definitely, <laughs> definitely, definitely had BPD. She was diagnosed with schizophrenia. Scott Fitzgerald. For anyone who doesn't know who Zelda Fitzgerald is, I should probably like. We should do an episode. You can do a whole episode on Neil. Uh, no, and I'll do a whole episode no, on I'm Zelda. Not doing an episode on Neil. <laughs> no, but I would love to talk about historical figures um, in terms of mental health. But yeah, Zelda definitely had BPD. And her husband was a prick. Yes, her husband was F. Scott Fitzgerald, who wrote um, fucking cunt. that fucking Gatsby movie book. Wait, he didn't write the movie. <laughs> yeah, he wrote the movie. He was Jace. best friends with Leonardo he just DiCaprio. Rose from the dead to write the movie. He's just such a big Baz Luhrmann fan that he's like, oh, I'm just gonna pop out of my grave for a bit. Baz really consulted with movie, uh, Scott Baz. Fitzgerald on the movie. No, he wrote the book, The Great Gatsby, and like a bunch of other books and stuff. But actually, um, all of his best lines came straight from his wife Zelda's diaries and letters to him. So his best, most romantic lines were his wife's. And he ended up, she was making so much trouble for him. He ended up putting her into psychiatric inpatients care, like into a, fuck, I don't want to say mental hospital. I'm having a blank. What do you call it? An asylum? A sanatorium? Do they call them asylums anymore? What do they call them now? I know the historical terms for them. Yeah. Anyway, the place where all the crazies go. (laughs) Um, He ended up putting her in there and the list of reasons why he had her admitted was um, schizophrenia and lesbianism. He called it (laughs) non-practicing lesbianism. Let your wife be bisexual, Fitzgerald, you fuck. Just because you're a fucking... Oh, my God. Oh, anyway, I, 
I could get very, very This is angry. an F. Scott Fitzgerald hate podcast. The F in F. Scott Fitzgerald stands for fuck you. <laughs> um anyway let's yeah you go i want you you talk because i could just talk about zelda forever well okay um is that all the submissions that we got um we had a few more Mm. (laughs) smutty winter soldier fanfic (laughs) 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 oh god I actually, no, you know, you know, go. You know what? I I can't even talk. I can't even talk. I spent a good chunk of my teen <laughs> years uh, reading My Chemical Romance fan fiction, so I I can't fucking judge. I definitely. You know, I used yeah. to write a lot of fan fiction, not about real people. No, it was Harry Potter. I it used was to Harry write Potter fan fiction. It was. Could, it was Marauders you could just era. Say that it was Harry Potter Marauders fan era. Fiction. Harry Potter fan. You could fiction. say that it was Harry Potter fan fiction, and that you were a character in it. And you also made me a character. You say that like I forced you to be a character. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Yeah, right. You didn't. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't force me. But you look, wanted I can make to fun be. of the both of us for being absolutely tragic about fan oh, fiction when honestly, we were children. I like fan fiction. I think fan fiction think is it, valid, even to this day. Yes, I think it's valid. Except for any and all fan fiction that I have written, which none of you will ever, ever find. And if any of you ever find it, I will be changing my name and moving to Guatemala. That's that's an even more long distance podcast we're going to have to do. Imagine the lag from Guatemala. Well, we'll... We will have to fucking deal with it because if anyone finds the fan fiction I wrote when I was 14 (laughs) years old, I... Would need to immediately cease existing. I recently tried to find some of mine because I thought it would be fun to read it on the podcast. I can't find it anymore. I have no idea what my username was. Jace, oh, you're so lucky. You're so lucky. I know exactly where I could find mine. (laughs) I know exactly where I could find it. I know. I know where it was. I know what my username was. I remember it. And I am never (laughs) fucking telling a soul. (laughs) Ever. I actually... Just going back to the fixations, mm-hmm. I've been very fixated on um, skincare YouTubers. Oh, yeah. Mainly, I've gotten really into James Walsh, who mm-hmm. is a skincare guy. He's very cute. I love him. He does a lot of, like, reacting to people's skincare routines on TikTok. And I I'm, I love those kinds of videos where professionals in industries react to other people's things and I just watch them over and over because I accidentally mm. click onto videos on Facebook sometimes like I'll press the wrong button and then I'm just stuck once I'm accidentally in there yeah. I'm for hours I'll just scroll and keep watching people and um yeah very yeah. into these skincare YouTubers I don't have a skincare mm. routine I've never had a skincare routine I have a cleanser and a moisturizer that I've had for like a year and I use maybe once a fortnight when I remember. I just don't like, I mean, ADHD routine is very hard in general. It's super hard. I do my skincare when I shower. I will not. Ad- I Yeah, I, I'm not about to say out loud how often I shower. Sometimes I will let the shampoo from my hair wash over my face in the shower. <laughs> That's my skincare routine. So I've been watching those YouTubers and then someone that I follow on Twitter posted a 
posted a photo of a delivery they got of skincare and I was like, oh shit. Oh shit. Cause I watch these people and they're like, oh, don't, this person's using this for that. They shouldn't use that instead. They should use this for this. And I'm like, oh, now I have all this knowledge, but I'm not going to apply it to anything. And then I started thinking maybe I should start getting into skincare cause I'm 31. I'm, I'm going to be 32 next month. And you know, maybe I should start taking care of my skin and I accidentally after paid a hundred dollars of skincare products this afternoon. Jace, when you look at me, dollars. Do you think I'm the kind of person who would buy an eye cream? Oh my god! Uh, or would have any use for an eye cream? You know what? You know what? In terms of skincare, that's not that much money. <laughs> In terms of the fact that you are a stay-at-home mother. <laughs> It's on afterpay, so it doesn't count. You have very good skin. You don't, you know, you do you. I'm not going to knock your hobbies. In fact, out of all the hobbies that you could be doing, (laughs) this is probably one of the less harmful ones. If you had told me that you had decided that your new hobby was going to be, you know, uh, skydiving (laughs) or... uh, you know, diving with sharks or some shit. Yeah, I'd be a little bit more concerned. This one, I guess, is relatively harmless. I should probably back off. Oh, I was going to swim the English Channel once. <laughs> Have you even been to England? When I was 19, I decided that I was going to swim the English Channel. And then I bought a swimming costume and I bought all of like the creams and stuff you needed to wear for training outside. And then I never even got into a pool. <laughs> You decided you were going to swim the English Channel and you've never been to fucking... <laughs> but I decided that I was going to swim the English Channel and then I dropped oh a bunch of God. money and never you did know, anything. <laughs> I, I can't fault you. I can't fault you because I've thought I about doing things and I've... I Even worse than me being obsessed with things is me being pre-obsessed with things. Do you get that as well? Where you're like... You gear up. You're like, I want to do this. Thing. Oh yeah, I'm obsessed with it. Oh my god, like it's gonna be great. I do. You you get the shit, and then you just never go through with it. You get to the point where you just get bored, or it's too hard. Mm-hmm. Like you just yeah, don't it, do it. Like, if I'm like halfway through something, that's fine. Yeah, okay, I've given it a go. But the amount of things yep. that I have given up on before I have even started it is ridiculous (laughs) I kind of was worried that that's the way the podcast was going to go to be honest with you because before we started this up we got the artwork we got the I secured all of the social media channels because I wanted it to be uniform across everything and we were talking about it we were excited and I was thinking in the back of my head like fuck this isn't gonna go anywhere (laughs) but I think that I'm actually really glad that I'm doing it with you because I know that we both have that, but I know that we'll keep each other accountable because I don't want to let you down and hopefully you don't want to let me down. I, I, so I don't we... want to let you down. Aww. What's What are you, what are you going to do if you don't have me here to yell at you once a week? You're going to spend another fucking $100 on skincare. <laughs> you need this. <laughs> oh, you need I'm going to decide to fucking hike up fucking something tall. I don't know. Something tall. You know, I'm sure there are a lot of tall things in Australia you could climb. Yeah, um, I'm going to become one of those people that climb buildings, like free climb buildings. No, I'm not. That fucking terrifies oh, me. Oh, no, That scares the shit out of me. No, 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 no. That is terrifying. I no. know. I would um, never do that. 
there's there's something that I have tried to get into recently, mm-hmm. um, but I hit a little bit of a snag, and hopefully I'm it's going to be a hobby that I'm picking up again soon. I don't know if I'm going to become obsessed with it. Mm-hmm. I know I know that my friend that I want to do it with is mildly obsessed with it, so hopefully that will help pull me into it. Uh, but recently I went bouldering for the first time, <gasps> so that is cool. that's indoor rock climbing without the rope. So you don't go up very high at all. You don't go up very high at all. The whole point of it is that you're like, you know, you're not going up very high. If you fall off, you'll probably be fine. Um, <laughs> and the first time I went, I I did go on the baby climbs. I went on the easy little baby climbs, but I made it to the top of the wall. And that feeling when I came back down um, was incredible. I would love to feel that again. Mm-hmm. But also I'm lazy. <laughs> uh, so... <laughs> But if you have that friend to keep you accountable, hopefully that'll that'll help. I think so. I think so. Um, something that's very funny, uh, when you go bouldering for the first time, I don't know if this happens to everyone, but it definitely happened to me. When I came down, think about a T-Rex and what its arms are like. Yep. I'm picturing it. Okay, think about yep. a T-Rex arms. Mm-hmm. They're little claws and their arms are all bent up yep. funny. That was me for at least two hours afterwards. Oh, no. I could not move my arms properly I could not unclaw my hands oh no I couldn't re- I couldn't relax them but I couldn't uh ball them into fists either they were just stuck Whoa. in little claws like that so this is how I know I could never be spider-man <laughs> um but you know if I can get beyond a t-rex that has just done a climb I think I'll be happy with that you Could know. you imagine if that did happen to Spider-Man? Like every time he rescued someone for two days, he was just like lying in bed like an upside down bird. <gasps> like an actual like dead, a dead spider. <laughs> like yes! no, an actual dead spider on his back with his legs yes! all up and the air all curled up all weird. Like, wow. Oh, that's a bit. That would be very unfortunate. Well, now I know the ending to the next Spider-Man movie. Uh, <laughs> I don't need to go see it. You know, if he ever dies... They need to make they need to make it true to what a spider would actually look like when they die. On your fucking They need back, to consult with your you legs on up. this. They do. They do. Please Marvel Ma- Marvel hire me. I know to you're consult. listening. Um Get in hire contact. me to consult. Hire me to be DYSLMpod at gmail.com. Hire me to be in the same room as Paul Bettany. Thank you. Do you we're we're getting pretty much close to the end. Do you want to mm-hmm. tell your MLM cult story? now or do you want to leave it for next week see I feel like I've built it up too much I really feel like I built it up too much it's really not that big of a deal Um, all right you tell it now then tell it now all right all right um it's not even really a story it's just kind of a thing about my life when I was a kid um is oh god I don't know how people are gonna feel about this so I did mention earlier that I did mention earlier that um for uh for the first part of my schooling life I went to a private Christian school yes you did now I'm not. I'm personally not religious. Uh, neither was my mother. Mm-hmm. This was one of those cases of, oh, it's a good school. <laughs> we want our kid to do well. We're going to put him in a good school. The religion thing's just a thing. Uh, <laughs> but this place, this place was really fucking elitist, uh, and they were basically like, you need to be taking your child to church. Like you need to go to church to be able to come to the school. Mm. So, my mum, my dear sweet mum, Wendy. 
Uh, she wanted to take me to a church that, you know, wasn't just going to be stuffy and sitting around in a big old musty building. She wanted to take mm-hmm. me somewhere fun where there was singing and like, you know, there were mm-hmm. kids there. So, you know, this was like the, the mid to late 90s uh, and she heard of this this church, you know, they had centers all around Australia where you, and, you know, it was like this big mm-hmm. thing, lots of singing, very happy uh, this place called Hillsong. Oh, that's what I thought you were going to say. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, <sighs> so I grew up in Hillsong for a couple of years. Holy shit. How did I not uh, know yeah. this? You didn't know that? How did I? Maybe you told Have me. Have I never told? You know what? You probably told me and I just fucking forgot it. That's that skeleton body again. Just whoops. There it is, all over Pretty the floor. Much. Holy Pretty much. shit! So yeah, I I was in I was in Hillsong for a few years as a kid. Now, when I compare Hillsong to both an MLM and a cult, mm-hmm. I'm sure a lot of people that know <laughs> what Hillsong is like will agree with me. Um, but I do remember um, my poor mum basically being like railroaded into buying CDs mm. and shit um, and trying, like, people were trying to get her to try to get other people to come oh, to the no. church and just, like, grow the ranks. Um, also, uh, mildly related, a lot of them uh, sold for Avon, which oh. is a legit MLM. Yes. And when we say MLM, we don't mean man-loving man. We need we mean multi-level marketing. No, no, I just no, want no. to make that very clear. Multi-level marketing. We mean pyramid scheme. Pyramid scheme. Yes. I find pyramid schemes incredibly fucking fascinating. I, I, Me too. I, they're horrible. But I love reading about them and I love watching videos about them. There's so, a podcast yeah, so about them a, too. I was this, <laughs> yes, I love podcasts about MLMs. Um, so I was this poor little fucking kid. And I just wanted to fit in uh, at the school that I went to. <laughs> so my mum took me to Hillsong once a week. And you know the worst part? You liked Do it. you know the worst fucking part? I loved it. Aww. I absolutely loved it. And I went from being a kid that didn't really give a shit about mm-hmm. religion to actually being... An obsessive little Christian kid. You fixated and on Jesus. I fixated on Je- No, literally, I would pray every night. I would pray every Whoa. night. Like, kn- knelt down wow. behind the bed, like, next, not behind, next to the bed and everything, on my knees. Like, in the fucking movies, hands Whoa. clasped together. Um, but I would always pray for really weird shit. <laughs> that doesn't <laughs> like, surprise me. Go on. Tell me. I would always, I would always pray that um, my little brother would just disappear one day, just oh not be God. there anymore, just just cease to exist. Um, I would pray that um, I would uh, get good grades. Mm-hmm. Um, that overachieving. And that all the people yep. that I didn't like would get, yep, and that all the people I didn't like would get bad grades. <laughs> um, <laughs> Like, looking back on it, I was like, yeah, I'm the best at God. <laughs> Jesus was probably like, fucking you again. Can you just fucking love thy neighbor, please? I am begging Jesus, you. Jesus is sitting up there being like, this selfish <laughs> little bi- This bitch is seven years old and they are already oh my God. wishing just harm <laughs> upon their enemies. 
but that that's that's the kind of thing it was like it was such a weird intense environment that it bred these weird mm. competitive feelings in me wow so i'm i'm really glad that um i got out yeah <laughs> and i i think i'm pretty lucky i think i'm pretty lucky because there are some absolutely horrific stories about that i place. have a lot of very religious friends and that's like fine so i want anyone who's listening now i don't want you to think that we're like bashing people who are religious oh, or God, anything no, like that no, neither of us no. would do that um no not at all I w- at all. I was raised not religious at all and yeah I mean no, I, I was I'm I not was gonna say same, I'm a good yeah. person but I don't think I'm like horrible <laughs> I don't think you're a bad person I can be no no just a little bit insane I mean yeah I mean look yes you are, but so am I. And that's why we're here. And that's why we do this every week. Is like, All the best people are. This is therapy for me. And the fact that other people get to listen to it as well, that's just a nice little bonus now, isn't it? <laughs> I really look forward to this every week to just, Aww. it's knowing that I get to sit down and just chat about everything with my best friend who I know can relate. And if, if you can't relate, then you'll at least sympathize. And it just, yeah, it's kind of what keeps me going when I'm like, oh God, like it's it's my thing to look forward to at the end of the week. I think that's great. I wish everyone had that. Um, (laughs) But they don't. So at the very least, sorry. (laughs) uh, So at the very least, at the very least, I'm glad that they get to listen to us do it. (laughs) My only experience with MLM is when, Gabby had mm-hmm. a lingerie party. Like, a, do you remember? They were big in like the nineties lingerie sex party things. Oh, and God, I ended up oh. was hungry after school one day, going through the freezer, found a chocolate wrapped up, and I ate the chocolate, and it was a dick shaped chocolate. Ah! <laughs> it was like a big dick shaped chocolate, and oh I ate it. And then God. Gabby was like, "Did you eat my chocolate?" <laughs> God, I mean that 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 brings a whole new meaning to the phrase "go eat a dick." It's nice. Sorry, I can. I yeah, you've done it. Oh yeah, you you like people can't say that to you because you can just turn around and be like, "Yeah, I will." Exactly. Took that baby straight from the freezer. Yeah. Ate it in private because my mother, because <laughs> my mother was always judging what I ate and put into my body. If she fucking knew that I was putting dicks in my body at that young of an age, no, she found out and she was like, "You ate." I mean, I- she was she was the one keeping them in the house. So, Gabby, you ate my chocolate what the fuck? <laughs> I was very young too, like not too young that I don't like remember. Maybe like eight or nine. <laughs> I just remember because she was so mortified. I had oh, no idea. God. It was just a chocolate in the freezer. I had no idea mm. it was shaped like anything. Mm. <laughs> I, I can't believe you ate. <laughs> just, I'm just imagining your mother freaking out. I can't believe you ate my chocolate dick. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> well, maybe if you didn't make eating such a shameful thing. I was saving I that for a special occasion. your chocolate dick. Just get me my own chocolate dicks, please. <laughs> Jace, one day I will get you a chocolate dick. Thank you. It has to be vegan. Uh, yeah. Okay. I'll get you a <laughs> vegan chocolate dick. <laughs> Thank you. You're very, very fucking welcome. Uh, I hope you appreciate it. A chocolate dick of my very own. Oh. <laughs> I think that's a great place to end. Oh, my God. What do you think? On a chocolate dick? Yeah, let's... I think uh, I, would love, I would love to end every day on a chocolate dick. <laughs> Ray, yes. 
Even though I ate my mum's chocolate dick. <laughs> do you still like me? I do. I do, Jace. Jace. Yes. Even though I was in Hill... Even though I was in fucking <laughs> Hillsong. Hillsong. <laughs> like, arguably one of the worst churches in the world. Uh, and I was Please in it. Please don't come for us, Hillsong. We love um, you. No, we don't. <laughs> I don't want to face the wrath of Hillsong. They'll never fucking take me back. Um, <laughs> even though I was in Hillsong and at the time, at the time, my tiny little undeveloped child brain enjoyed it. Do you still like me? <laughs> I do still like you, even though you fucking wished ill will <laughs> to all of your classmates. Yes, I still like you. Um, don't forget my brother. Don't Who forget my forget? brother. I wish that he stopped existing. Who could forget? <laughs> yes, I still like you, but if you keep talking, that might change. All right, fine. Fuck off. Love you. Goodbye. <laughs> Love you.